0: one welcome back welcome back welcome back to another episode of the flow aligned podcast also known as fap nation how are you guys doing today is a great day it's the day right before the beast camp this Hallelujah. is free Reach. free beast episode of uh, we're going to be talking about the alpha code. We're going to be talking about meme creation, about, you know, just what society is going through in terms of like, you know, successful men getting divorced. We're going to be talking about monks with attitude, the hermetic principle of rhythm. Let's get right into it, man. So in terms of the beast camp, you know, what I'm really excited about is to break down the idea of these axioms of the alpha code, right? Because I'm a very I know you are as well man we, we we like to analyze you know we love to strategize it's, and like- uh,
1: it is my job it is literally my job script exactly yeah. but before you continue don't forget uh let's explain to the user you know what these terms are the beast camp is literally meant for the imc brothers that want right. to not only be more effective and efficient in the beasting process but also have such an in-depth understanding that the evolution is inevitable. So much to the point where we only focus on what can create the biggest domino effect. And hence, we talked about the alpha language, also known as the alphabet. Understanding how true alphas communicate and think and behave because it's in that we find our true power. We as men in society have been programmed, especially in schools and in our own families, to act as second to you know whatever duties we have, which is fine, it has its place and purpose within society. However, we have not been taught to be more practical with it. I completely understand that if I coach to someone's house and I am in a beta role because, you know, I'm not the host, I'm a guest and I will act as the guest, which is technically a beta role. However, in a relationship between, you know, man or woman or me as the business owner and my employees, I have to act as the leader, also known as the alpha. And one of the greater fears that we have as alphas or training to become alphas or tapping into the alpha state or vibration, or whatever, is literally we fear being challenged. But that's literally life. It's like fearing going into a fight. You fear it because you're not used to being in that position until you have no other choice. But by that time, you're not prepared. does you deal with more unnecessary stress than you need to. And then we go all the way back to what you were saying and why you're so excited about the beast camp. So continue scripts.
0: Yeah, man, and I had that check-in this morning, which was talking about how the pioneer is the one who gets hit with the most arrows, right? Oh, yeah. So the, the, the leader is going to be challenged in any situation, and I love the way that you know this whole AZD process has been split up in phase one, phase two, and now this upcoming beast camp is phase three, so it's, it's really important to understand that you know it goes from this memento Mori. And this is how Diana, <laughs> how, how do you pronounce his name? Diana Jean, Di, Diogenes. Diogenes. Diana, Diana Yeah. Cause it's Di, Dionysus and Diogenes together. Right. Yeah. So, um, it goes into memento more. It was phase one, you know, Amor is phase two, phase three is all about carpe diem. Now, what I'm really interested in is that alpha mentality of going for what you want, right? Seizing the day. And that is really what I understand to be that alpha energy is the alpha doesn't dwell on problems. You know, it just goes towards fixing it. It just, you know, drops the BS. It doesn't stay in that, you know, victim mentality of like, you know, dwelling in it and like thinking of it. But it just takes action in the most swift and efficient way possible. And I think that that is that kind of, the alpha vibe you could say in terms of this and I love the way that it's been connected to the stoic philosophy of of carpe diem so right
1: right 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 now I had a few confos with Diogenes also known as Dennis G um Dennis is extremely wise young man like to the point where I'm always embarrassed to say like I thought it was wise this this young man has been through some shit and has used philosophy to save his life, more specifically, stoicism, hence, we talk so um, highly of it. Now, one of the things that I managed to, you know, (laughs) managed to steal before the beast camp was, the, the, the beasting phases, or levels, is akin to alchemy, because we're Phase one is extremely physical. It makes sense because you're trying to remove the toxins within. You're eating better, you're thinking better, you're acting better. All to remove the toxins, which is very much related to the philosophy or the principle of Memento Mori, one day I will die. And it's in that thought that I realize, you know, you become a bit more sober in your life. Certain things don't have to be important. But what is right. important is, how much do I truly need to be happy? Meaning, it's the absolute minimization of your life. Not to the point where, you know, you almost die, that's not the point, but you become a monk, or embrace a monk's life. But not simply a monk, a monk with attitude, and then you get the level two. Where you have the spiritual connection and that sexual connection, the true connection with nature is also to embrace your humanity. I truly believe that, you know, from the man's perspective, you use technologies like stoicism and the alphabet to live an Israel life by facing it head on. You know, it has the yeah. symbology of the wolf, the tiger whatever, you, you face your problems head on. Not by focusing simply on the problem, but by creating a system solution towards it, which is, you know, often a mental solution. Because even though we write things down and create programs, it's it's nothing more than creating peace for yourself. And that's where, you, you know, you get surrender experiment. Now, the surrender exactly. experiment is... As, as you get challenged by life, it is not that I surrender to the situation at hand, but way more that I surrender to the resistance within. Because all my frustrations, all my anger, all the rage that has been built up across years is simply because I refuse to let go of, you know, the initial responses. Had I let go of those responses, I would have been a very happy man. At the very least, a very chill person to deal with. And now that I realized it, I can let go and focus on what's important, the dominoes that create a big effect. Now, to take an example, back in the day when I was hired by you as a meme consultant, said by as a joke, it became an actual thing where we use, you know, Joe Nicasio's, you know, both of our business coach, uh, open marketing method, where we take the view of the client and change our communication towards it. And memes are specifically designed to get attention and create engagement. Now, one of... Uh, the memes we decided to format was the, 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 the Lisa meme where she stands behind, in front of a crowd, a, a, a projector or whatever. And then I believe we used, or you used one of uh, my quotes or a variation thereof, that, and this comes from what I've learned from the chameleons so far, which I highly recommend, the Hermetic Principles, that if the universe is mental, as far as you know. the Asian teachers know, that means your mental health needs to be your top priority. And that's very much in line with being a monk. It is creating that peace for yourself, which becomes extremely important. Because if I'm at peace, whatever effect happens, good or bad, Woman, business, family, you name it, if I have inner peace, what does it matter? Because I, you know, to take a meme terminology, a meme term, I am the ultimate unbothered. Meaning I'm so unbothered that I can focus on the things that truly matter. Ask myself whether this is truly a problem or simply a symptom of a bigger problem attack the root cause and create a system around it so that not only me, but everyone else don't have to do it anymore or deal with it in a smarter way. And here's where you get the technology behind the alphabet. Alphabet. Before I, I communicate, I need to have a lot of shit settled within. And you, that's where you get the carbidine thing. To be... To make the most of the day definitely means getting the sh- getting shit done and communicating from what is true to me. What are your thoughts on that, Scripps?
0: Yeah, man, and I completely agree with you. And the thing is that I think one of the reasons also why that meme worked so well is because we used such a cultural trope, you know, of, of Lisa, but also the, the idea of like. The crossover between spirituality and mental health like those two themes are huge like they're trendy as fuck nowadays right but we found we found the perfect bridge right towards just like putting those two together so i think it's ultimately so powerful Mm -hmm. um and also just thinking about you know the alphabet in the sense alpha beta right beta comes after alpha Uh, is the second-in-command, essentially. When you start thinking in those terms and those axioms, one of the things the AZD said is that the alpha is going to be challenged. Another one was, you know, don't be nice to the hot girl. Now, when I looked up the etymology of the word nice, I found that it meant the word idiot. (laughs) That was the root, right? And so, like, honestly... I think this is the reason why, you know, they, they say that nice guys finish last and all this kind of stuff, because the, the language, the vocabulary, in my case, I would say vocabulary would, you know, take it and reveal something about the nature of that word. So it's good. It's okay to be a good person, and a good man. But when you're being a nice guy, what it demonstrates is that you're being inauthentic, mm. right? You're not being genuine to your true primal nature and who you are. And so, the example the AZD gave was like, "Are you going to be a prince or a toad?" Yeah. And I think such a, you know, um, well, how would I say, dichotomy, right? It's it's such a split, right? The the prince and the toad—they're two totally different beings. The toad just kind of going ribbit ribbit and hopping around, and the prince being like someone who has royalty in their blood, and knows it. So. I think to be a warrior monk or a monk with attitude, you want to always not have to always decide that, oh, am I gonna be a monk today? Am I, you know, am I going to be a toad today? Am I gonna be a bitch today? Like it's not to decide that, but it's to be fully so congruent towards your own alpha nature that you just lean into it all the way right and you just keep leaning into it until it becomes like the natural coding in the program and i think that's why it helps having azd speak about it because it's like you're getting the downloads from his frame of mind right now because he himself was saying that he hadn't fully tapped into this alpha communication until maybe like you know two weeks back so it's really important to understand that when we're talking about alpha and beta we're not talking about you know, alpha males and beta males specifically, we're talking more about the communication and what it shows. it demonstrates, right? So a great example is like these divorces that are happening, right? Like Bezos, Bill Gates, you know, Channing Tatum, Will Smith, Johnny Depp. um, I believe another one was also like Brad and Angelina, right? Like all of these examples are like successful men But they're losing their relationships, there's no sustainability, there's a breaking point, in a sense. And I think it's the same breaking point, because these men aren't focusing on their character and growing. And they're also not being congruent to their character. Bill Gates, I mean, he's a sneaky motherfucker, right? I'm gonna say right now, like, he's doing stuff in the background that is unethical.
1: Extremely, yeah.
0: And so when you see that, when, you, when you're actually seeing that in the public eye and people are talking about it, of course, it's going to make people feel the suspicion. And that suspicious energy is a beta energy.
1: Yeah, but it's untrustworthy. Exactly. Why, do, why do we follow certain leaders? Because certain leaders have an alpha quality of we're going to do this in this way and he's extremely transparent about it. And if you have a better pet, he would have loved for you to say something about it and even challenge you like, oh, okay, cool. Here's my critique, solve it, fantastic. Let's do that, move forward. And this feels very similar to, you know, you have the toxic alpha or let's say the incorrect way to do it and the, the alpha behavior. Any better way to do the alpha behavior. Meaning, instead of being a quote-unquote control freak and leading the action, lead the frame. And why do I think leading by frame is way more important and on the long-term, on the long-term, way more effective? It is simply because On the one hand, from the inside, I let go of a lot of stuff. And I simply focus on the vision that I have for whatever relationship, whatever business, whatever adventure, and the role that I have to fill. This follows very heavily the philosophy of Phil Jackson. In a team, Every player needs to know his role perfectly in relation to, you know, the team as well so that we can adapt. But also, me as the coach, I am responsible that everybody is very much aware of our vision and I'm there to make everyone very much aware of that. And there's where, you know, Phil Jackson compared to Michael Jordan, Kobe and Shaq is not the most of man, but he is their leader. He can never win in a quote-unquote dick measuring context, but the out-of-system out- out in the sense of, if you want to get more money, we need to be the team that wins. And I will do whatever it takes, as long as you are willing to do whatever it takes. So understand your role in the team and how we can win those playoffs, whatever it's called in basketball. And it's the same in a relationship. It's the same in a business. Alpha is not simply being the boss. It's being the kind and justice, the kind and just king, the kind and just ruler. Of course, we will do the work, of course. If injustice has happened, we have to just for what it is, factually. I don't like to do it, but I can't apologize for it because, you know, what is an apology other than me feeling good about it? No, becoming comfortable with a situation which is incongruent anyway. So don't apologize, still be correct. At the same time, I am a human. And I really believe that 99.9% of all humans are good people. And I seem to know that for myself as well that I am a good man. And from that being good, I am being kind. I would gladly give mercy to anything. However, it's in that giving too much mercy being too quote-unquote nice. It's where we as men get bullied. And in worst-case scenarios, the bullied men will not only lose their money, their business, the respect people have for them, but their own life. How many times, even in ancient history, has women, or have women, that caused the death of emperors. And then you start to realize that even bums that have mastered the art of alpha communication have a happier life than fucking Bill Gates right now. Because you know one, Fuck him because he's unethical to the extreme level. And fuck him because he's clearly a shady fucker. Your thoughts, Scripps?
0: Yeah, man. I think it's just that idea of, you know, you can't have two strikers on the same team because then it's like, it's going to be like, you know, you can't pass each other the ball and work together at times when you have two selfish strikers, like both trying to score, right. Both trying to get to the top. Um, You start fighting with each other and this argument tends to take place. Right a lot of alpha men are being challenged by women through this art form of argument, which they think they've mastered so well. And I think if you are tolerating disrespect as a man, Mm -hmm. you are cutting down your own masculinity. You're cutting off your balls in a sense because you're
1: sabotaging your own relationship. You're sabotaging your investment. Do not tolerate disrespect.
0: And, and the disrespect comes in the form of, like, women trying to be mothers, right? And, and I noticed that from the communication last time of, of JD mm-hmm. and, and Linesden yesterday, of, like, this woman, like, treating him like a little boy, like her responses. And it's mm-hmm. like, yo, like, he straight up, you know, he's like, you're talking to a real man. And I think just stating that, like, it gives you so much freedom to just, you know, state that this is who I am. You know, because that's something that you can't really deny, right? If you are a real man, you know it in your core. And so when you state it out into the physical universe, no one can test the truth. No one can judge the truth. You see what I'm saying? The yeah, truth because the c- truth is absolute. Exactly, right? So, man, I, I also, speaking of the sports analogy of the strikers, like, I heard this the other day. I was watching this video. There's, like, a video on this guy. And he said, uh, this girl asked him, like, well, I have a boyfriend. And he said, "Ah, oh, but football has a goalie, but you can still score." <laughs> yes,
1: which is true. Which is very true.
0: That's such a good response. So but funny. this is
1: also true for sales. If I, if let's say you have a uh, contract within an energy company, me from a uh, uh, company B can still call you like, "Hey, we have this offer, and you'll get this out of it," which is more, you know, profitable for you on the long run. And should you choose to do so, you'll get these gifts extra. You as a consumer will easily go, yeah, that sounds fantastic. Could you settle the, what's it called? The transitioning from company A to company B. And I said, no worries, you'll get it done in an hour. Boom, done. And that makes it so sexy for, for you as a consumer because not only am I giving you a great offer, I'm making it very easy for you to buy it. And here's the danger of, you know, your woman talking to men. If you don't have a solid relationship, it can be broken with one communication. How many times did we not see this in drama shows? Like, fuck it, even Indian drama shows allude these kind of situations or illustrate these kind of situations and then you start to realize man it's all fucking theater scripts your thoughts
0: totally man it's totally all theater and i think it's it's really important to acknowledge the fact that you know we are playing these roles and it's important to know what your role is right as in the relationship as a man what is your role and are the roles switching a lot? Like, that's when you sense danger in the relationship, when you find that she's playing more of a masculine role in the relationship than you. And you're the one who's like, you know, where do you want to go any, you know? And, and it's like, you end up being this passive guy and it's really problematic. Like, in my relationship, no one, like, pointed it out to me that that's what I was doing wrong. I wasn't part of any, you know, tribe. I wasn't part of any, you know... Um, community of warrior monks i would say but before lions, then you know i wasn't really in that mentality i still had it i had an understanding of it logically but i didn't act on it so i think the action what differentiates the alpha it's like you know choosing a reality where your purpose becomes the main thing in your life not your significant Mm. other no not your you know all these other things which you are which you're extra, right? It's like a bonus. Yes. You have a great woman in your life. She's supporting your, your mission and your values and things like that. But also understand that a lot of dating stuff out there is purely marketing. Right. Yeah. I learned this the other today, like the marketing for RSD, the same people who market Ty Lopez. And we all know Ty Lopez is like one of the greatest con artists, you know, of all time. Like really? he's done, And like, he, he does like, nobody really, you know, points out to him and, you know, says this, but if you look at all his reviews, they're like, oh, I didn't get any results from his product. You know, oh, this doesn't happen. You know, and it's like a lot of people who believe in the in the gimmicks of the marketing and all this kind of stuff. Right. And just go into that. So, So the thing is to understand that a lot of the dating stuff out there is purely based on gimmicks. So and I think right. the way they way they do it is they create so much confusion of content that they're like, oh, I'll confuse you with this content. And then the next content, uh, I'll, I'll present a solution for the confusion that I created earlier. And then they keep doing this, right. And, and you get stuck into this loop. So the best thing for you to do is to establish and keep building and refining your character and to evolve, evolve past the paradigm that it has to be like, uh, go back to traditionalism? No, I don't. I'm not saying we can put the toothpaste back into the tube. You know, it's like that time is past now. We have to learn to evolve and step into what relationships mean for the modern world. And if society is crumbling into this kind of, you know, um, women mm. taking power and becoming polarized, starting OnlyFans or like guys starting their own tribes and like going off into the corner, it's like where can we find that midpoint and really speak to each other from a place where, you know. It's a good case study and not a Disney fantasy. That's just my opinion.
1: Well, you touch upon a great topic for the next time. What is the purpose of relationships in the modern world? Now, what I really, really believe is, and this is my gospel, which has a lot to do with the, the idea of redesigning the family, the nuclear family, no father, mother, kids, dog, house, pet goldfish, you name it. And it follows very heavily or at least very heavily into a family is supposed to take care of a kid so that the kid can take care of its community. And we don't see that enough because of the absence of proper role models in both the female and male dynamics, as well as, you know, the actual family. It takes a village to raise a child. And it takes a child to burn the village down. And this is what we're seeing, which is equal to hard times create hard men, hard men create easy times, and easy times create hard Easy uh, men and easy men create hard times. And it's this endless vicious cycle that we need to learn to step out of. Hence you get, and I think you simply inspired me to do this, becoming, no, men with attitudes and purpose. Meaning we don't need the luxury. It's just bullshit marketing. I am not paying $50 for a t-shirt michael moore turf shop it's bullshit don't pay fifty dollars for a t-shirt pay fifty dollars for groceries for two weeks that's how much word it is fifty dollars is like what twenty big chick big boxes of chicken nuggets or something
0: (laughs) you love using the chicken nuggets example chicken nuggets (laughs) Yeah, man. Like, it's, it's indicative of the culture. You're totally right, man. It, it's like, it's showing us what is really happening. Weak characters, you know, weak masculine frame, weak feminine frames. And it's just like, understanding that we've got to slowly change the collective unconscious by living the right way, living with virtue, living with morals. And that's why I think we are going back to tradition and living tradition, embodying tradition, not just reading about, not just talking about, but walking the talk, you know, aligning to that and like showing up differently in our relationships and in our own internal na- worlds as well. And I think men should stop trying to decode female nature so much and start to decode male nature because male nature has so become so skewed that we don't even know what being a man is in this generation. It's so confusing, right? There's so much uh, counterproductive information out there, like counterintuitive stuff out there so once you understand what being a man is for you and i did a lot of men's work in the past you know in terms of like you know uh, forming brotherhoods and things like that and one thing that i came to is that a real man is simply in the definition he's real yeah so understand that there is a lot of mask dot dot, dot masculinity like men wearing a mask or fake or you know this fake feminism and it's just we're so focused on trying to decode that. And you know, females also need to stop decoding male nature and start decoding their own female nature. And I think once we come back to really understanding ourselves and that self-awareness, then we can start to understand, okay, maybe you know, I can understand something about that. But males are so obsessed in getting the woman that they will try and be like, How can I understand women? Like, how can uh, I, you
1: know? <laughs> it's like staring at the abyss and abistering back.
0: Exactly, man. And yeah, because it
1: starts back, you become the abyss. You become that what you seek.
0: Factoid. Mm.
1: It. It's it's <laughs> it's like a donkey chasing a carrot. It will never catch it because they both become donkeys.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a great analogy, and I think that's the that's the issue with a lot of these guys. You know, watching like eight hours of RSD videos and then not taking any actions. Like that's exactly the thing that they want you to do, right? Those companies, they want you to binge watch their content, but they don't want you to text the girl or they don't. You you get what I'm saying, man? It's like, it's so reliant on heavily on the confusing information rather than the effectiveness of look at the system. I'm doing this this way. And I think of course, we need a little bit of both and understanding both and, and creating your own style with it. That, that's important too. like really figuring out, Hey, what is my system? Right. Cause I'm clearly different from every other guy. Like, how can I do this knowing that there's information out there? And yeah, I, I really like that embodiment of, if you, you have a teacher teaching you something like AZD does as well, he embodies the teachings, but then he shows us the results every every class he goes through his own texts, you know, every class he, he shows us like what's actually happening behind the scenes. And I think a lot of these coaches, they, they're not transparent with their brand. They're portraying their, their fancy pictures and all this stuff, but they're not really embodying it. And I think embodiment is the answer period. So yeah, that's, that's just my perspective again. interesting. What's happening. right
1: now. Awesome. I think we're already uh, beyond the half hour mark. Let's focus on the end notes for me would simply be monks with attitude and purpose. I have to embrace my own ideologies to whatever extreme. I have to focus on, you know, as what Joe Nakashi says, major in major things. The minor things are not important anymore. I used to be so into understanding women that I completely forgot what my true purpose should be, being a better man, because I don't want to chase, I want to be chased. So if I am a man amongst men, you know, I create the conditions for the outcome that I want. I can make it more likely by improving the conditions that create that, Phil Jackson.
0: Yeah man and and one thing that I would say is like you know you know when they say it's like is it about looks money status look it's not only about looks money status is what we want to say right looks money status is great you know it can help you but if you use that as a crutch you're still focusing on the external world and not the inner one yeah so when you make your happiness intrinsic meaning it's coming from within right it's it's something that you're seeking for but you know it's just installing behavioral traits In your personality. Like if I were to text a girl that I'm really afraid of texting, that installs the behavior trait of courage in my coding. Right. So it's important for you to not fundamentally keep doing the LMS thing. It looks money, status, charm, you know, success, what media is selling you, but rather focus on your character being congruent with your character and also um, having a strong frame. Uh, and understand that you are actually a, a man of ethics, a man of value and a code that you can abide by. And ultimately by doing that, you're going to evolve not just your life, but the people who come into contact with you as a checkpoint I see in Tiro's journey.
1: Let me take it over real quick. It follows what James Smith said on a woman would rather receive flowers from men with character than a car from some weak-ass punk. So male listeners, gents, money and power is important to you. It's important to create your legacy. It is connected to your purpose. It is simply, you know, the side effects of following your purpose to a great, masterful degree. And a woman is simply a side effect. Learn to attract, not to chase. Become the man you have to be in order to reach your purpose. And one of these conditions is being good at being a man, as well as being good at being ethical. Ethical to whatever degree you can, but as, you know, ideally as high as possible. So let's end it on that note. Sumit, if you don't have anything else to say, double checking.
0: No, that's it. And of course, I just wanted to shout out my program right now. Um, I'm taking on some free uh, consultations for people who have issues with any blocks of energy. So if you have money blocks, blocks in your relationship, you're not getting the results that you want. uh, Hit me up for a chakra tune-up session. And then from there, uh, perhaps if you are interested, I'll take you through my 12-week program. And it's called Flomo Sapien. It's called Unstuck Yourself. Okay, and basically what we're going to do is take you from those different barriers and make sure that the obstacle becomes the way because we're going to release them and transmute it into a flowing lifestyle. So that's it from my end. Thank you for listening, Us.
1: Us. This has been Fab Nation. My name is Ryan G from EDS Online Data Strategy. Of course, I'm a co-host, Scripps, Sumit from the Flowstone Academy. This has been Fab Nation. I wish you all the best and may your life never be the same. Good night.